Hey guys, I'm Sam, and welcome to Unfiltered, a podcast about all things America. Here, I'm going to be talking about politics, laws, history, economics, and a whole ton more. This week, we're going to talk about our government policies, which ones I think work really well, which ones I think we need some work on. Our government was founded on six principles, all of which have a great effect on how our country is run today. The first of the principles is popular sovereignty, and the second is limited government and we'll go into way more detail about those. The rest are separation of powers, checks and balances, judicial review, and federalism. So first, we're gonna talk about the principle that has been embodied well by our government, which I think would be limited government. Having a limited government means that the government can only do what the people have given it the power to do, and it must be conducted with the constitutional principles and then officers of the government aren't like allowed to be above the law. This is important because it secures the rights of the citizens and keeps the people from being overrun by the government. Now, there are many examples of limited government in America's history, one of which being the creation of separation of powers. This breaks our government into three branches, being the executive, judicial, and legislative, and then these all have responsibilities and they keep each other in check so that none of them have too much power. Another example of limited government in our history is the creation of judicial review, where the judicial branch reviews government acts and makes sure that they follow constitutional guidelines. And then our government is also a democracy, which lets the people give power to the government by choosing who's in charge. And then our last example are the Fifth and Sixth Amendments to our Constitution, which place limits on the government's treatments of those who are convicted, and it just makes sure that they still have their rights. In recent years, our limited government has also been maintained. This can be seen in both of Trump's impeachments during his presidency. Um, His first one, he was convicted of solicited foreign interference in the 2020 election to help himself get reelected. And that shows that he just isn't held above the law during his presidency. His second impeachment was for his responsibility in his supporters rioting at the Capitol. This is another great example of how he was not held above the law. Another recent example of limited government is that President Biden has made a ton of executive orders, but those are still being checked by Congress to prove that they're constitutional. And that falls under both limited government and checks and balances, but shows that it's, his power is still limited and he still has to follow constitutional guidelines. And then our last example is the Equality Act, which was just passed, and it keeps the government from using its power to discriminate against the LGBTQ community. Now, we're going to talk about popular sovereignty, which kind of needs some work. This means that the government gets all of its power from the people, and it must serve the people and what they want. It's significant because it lets us have and keep our democracy, and lets everybody have some sort of say in the government, and prevents dictatorships and and places more limits on the government. In our history, people have always been able to vote in elections to choose who their government officials would be. This is an example of the government getting its power from the people. Soon, people started to realize that even that wasn't enough, and the 15th, 19th, and 23rd Amendments were passed, and those let even more people vote in elections. And then another example is the abolishment of slavery in 1865, which is kind of obvious. And then our last example is the Civil Rights Movement, which ended a majority of segregation and racism in the United States, even though some still exist, exist today. 
Now, recently, America's kind of been slacking with its popular sovereignty. First, our nation is just so divided that nobody can really agree on what they want, so that's already really hard to work around. And then some people would say that the 2020 election was rigged, and they think that that took away some of their say in the government, so that effectively removes their popular sovereignty. Another example is how a ton of states and officials are like determined to take away women's rights to abortion, and a lot of people agree that these efforts are showing failed popular sovereignty because so many people want abortions to be legal, and it's even their choice if they get one. And then last but not least, in North Carolina, masks are required, but some people feel that it's not the government's right to tell them what they have to wear, and it should be their choice if they wear a mask or not. So basically, America just needs to step up their game with its popular sovereignty, but nearly everything else is coming out just the way our founding fathers wanted it to. Well, that's kind of a lie, but we'll get into that in our next episode. Thank you guys for listening. Come back next week for another episode of Unfiltered, where you listen to me talk about America, whether it's politics, laws, history, economics, or really anything else. Thanks, and bye.